Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Murder on Tap. We're your hosts, Ali and Jose. Hi, Hello. welcome. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is Murder on Tap. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is our fifth episode, you guys. Our fifth. Number five. Number five. Thank you to all the listeners. Thank you for everybody that subscribed. And let's just keep it going. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, how's, uh, how's everything going with you? It's going great. How's it going with you, Say? It's going great. Very good. Nice. Straight to the point. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. What's new? Anything happened this weekend? Anything? This weekend, a lot of activities. It was pretty productive. Um... Oh, we went to the Museum of Death. That was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, a lot of. of great artifacts, a lot of cool history. I recommend if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Um, what did you think of it? It was okay. It was a lot of uh, informative stuff, but it was just pretty much a lot of pictures and stuff. You know. Yeah. I thought there was going to be, like, bodies of mummified <laughs> corpses and stuff like that, but I think that's that other museum. Don't they do that, like, at the Getty? Like they, oh. they have, like, an exhibit of a human body or something. I think so. I thought that was going to be that, but hmm. nonetheless, it was cool. It was very cool. Cool new experience. Yeah. Check it out. It's out in Hollywood, California. Yes. Hollywood Boulevard in California. There you go. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Other than that, very productive weekend. Very productive. Nice. <laughs> Should we get started? Let's get started. What are we drinking tonight? Well, tonight is this little old beer from Stone Brewing Company. If you guys remember Stone, we did the second episode on it. <laughs> um, with the and we're not doing that on purpose. We're not only picking Stone. <laughs> No, it's just, you know... Just happened to come across it and it looked very interesting and we had to uh, give you guys details. Yeah, and plus you guys aren't giving us any recommendations, so... Right? Where are all the emails, you guys? Jeez. Email us. Send us whatever you want. Tell me about your day. I don't care. Just send us an email. Murderontap at gmail.com We read them. Well, we, have, we haven't had any, we so will, we haven't read once them. We, but get them but... we will read them. <laughs> all right, well... The Stone IPA uh, is a beer brewed by Stone Brewing Company, which I said earlier. Um, it has, it's a very tropical aroma. Did you smell it yet? I, wait, you said the Stone IPA, but what's the full, what's the full name? The Scorpion Bowl IPA. There we go. Scorpion Bowl. Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA. It smells... Um, definitely citrusy. Yeah. Tiny. There's a actual, this is the cool part. I'm going to say it later on in my description, but this is what it smells like. Mango, guava, pineapple. Guava. Guava. Pineapple and smell of hops. <laughs> of course. Of course. But that guava, I can see that. Yeah, sure. this beer to me, I think it tastes great. Mm-hmm. It's not very it's bitter. It's delicious. It's not very fruity compared to usual fruity beers. No, not at all. It's it's evenly toned out 
the whole way through. Definitely. Would you think so? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm. We're gonna get some more of these for sure. Yeah. These are really bomb. For sure. Um, it has a hint of a uh, sweet orange citrus. Like I said earlier, a little bit of pineapple, maybe some passion fruit. Mm. Mango. I taste a little bit of mango. A little bit mango, yeah. I love mangoes. Mangoes. After that, um, after that, tickle to taste buds. <laughs> tickle, tickle. <laughs> it um, you get a lot of hints of floral and herbal flavors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's like you're biting into some flowers. <laughs> a mouthful of flowers. Delicious um, flowers. And of course, malt. <clears throat> what would you do without malt? Mm-hmm. What would you do with the malt? <laughs> it helps to like, sweeten it up. That's what it helps do. Mm-hmm. You know, malt balls. Delicious. Uh, but of course, hops is the main character flavor in this. As it should be. It is a 7.5% ABV. 7.5? 7.5, yeah. Holy smokes. That's delicious for 7.5. The Stone IPA, which is like, what, Mm 6.9, is so much more bitter than what this is. And this being 7.5 in a stone, it's actually really um, light. Yeah. Light flavored, light tasting. The thing is that um, Stone with this beer, this type of beer, when it came out, a lot of beers that were fruitful and all that, they were trending. Mm. They called it the trendy beers. I had never seen this until... Recently. It so actually, I don't know when it actually came out. It came out on February 26th of 2018. Oh, no wonder. So not that long ago. But yeah, Stone was trying to recreate their own type of quotations, trendy beers. Mm. And they came out with this one, which is, I think, as far as superior than any of these. They did damn good. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as I did the research on this... It says that Stone created this recipe of tropical and fruity, tropical and fruity taste without the addition of fruit. Mm-hmm. I see that. I taste that. You taste that they didn't t- put fruit in it. That they didn't put fruit yeah, in it. Yeah, they used no fruit to get these fruit flavors. Fruit flavors. What? Yep, yep. They took floral and citrus notes from mosaic, laurel, and mandarina Bavaria hops. Wow. Bavaria hops, which is tangerine. All from humps. Who would have thunkin'? And it makes it makes this a great fruity flavored beer that makes your mouth water. Uh, mouth watering. I guess making me drink want more. So yeah, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it comes in twenty-two ounces, which we're drinking. Um. 12-ounce cans of six-packs, and they have it on draft now. Not no too way. many places that have, you know, these type of beers no, on draft. No, they're but coming, they're coming out. People want them, man. Yeah. Hipsters want them. You don't have to say hipsters. You can't single people out. No, everybody wants them. Just kidding to the hipsters. <laughs> we love you, hipsters. We love everybody. <laughs> um, as usual, Allie's drinking hers out of a glass. And I'm drinking mine out of a bottle. Yes. Um, when I look at her glass, because I was the one who poured it, 
You're welcome. Thanks, Jose. You're welcome. Uh, it has a golden bright color. Um, golden bright color. And then the foamy head is not like huge. It's just like a thin layer on top. Hmm. It's a beautiful color. It's truly a beautiful color. I it like is. It. <laughs> I like it a lot. A side note. Um, this pairs with a lot of different foods very well. I can see that happening. The ones that I picked out out of the random amount of, you know, appetizers and entrees and desserts is uh, spring rolls. Spring rolls? Yep, spring rolls. I can imagine if I ate burgers, I would eat this with, I would drink this with a burger. I didn't see any burgers in there, but there's... It would be delicious with a burger. Oh, I'm sure it would be good with anything, but the main ones that I picked up were spring rolls, ravioli, Mm. chicken tacos, al pastor tacos, and some salads, if you're a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Vegetarian. Or a vegan. A lot of different salads, actually. I, I don't... I don't want to get too much into detail, but yeah, it's a it's a delicious beer. I think Stone always knows what to do with these brews that they come up with. Totally. And of course, the big gargoyle head on the front of it with a purple and what is that? What? Teal. Teal. Purple and teal lettering. Little purple f- flowers around it. Some gift wrap looking things in the back and right in the middle of it says a punch to the stinger <laughs> it's such a beautiful bottle though <laughs> it is it looks like the a artwork is really um it's different from what you see on stone it looks like a like a summer vibe like it's a, not just based in summer like a hawaiian like a... tiki totally tiki party yeah it's a party vibe very good we recommend it highly recommend it i got this from Sprouts. Sprouts. I think I got it for like five something. Five ninety five for twenty two ounce. For twenty two ounce, maybe a little bit more, maybe seven. I can't remember, but let's go from five to seven, eight bucks. Yeah, but I would say maybe research before you go out looking for it. Make sure your local Sprouts has it, or yeah. maybe you can find it at a Bevmo or something. And if you're in a dry county, you probably won't find it. Probably not. We'll send them to you. <laughs> Give us your address and somewhere to meet you and nobody will look. Um, yeah, like I said, great beer, great taste. It is. It's delicious. We're I almost done with them. I we just pop them open. Highly recommend. I can't stop drinking it. It's delicious. Try it out. Let us know what you think. Whatever you're drinking right now, if it's not this. Put it down and go find this right away. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. We'll wait. <laughs> Did you get it? (laughs) All right. All right. Well, that was my beer. That was awesome. Thank you, Jose. Thank you for sharing. Sharing is caring. Your information on the Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA. Scorpion Bowl IPA. So delicious. I'm sad I only got one. Made in the USA. Absolutely amazing. And should we move on to true crime of the week? Is it my turn? Well, I could do it if you want. (laughs) No, I'll do it. Thank you. (laughs) All right, well. Well done. Everybody, get ready. Cheers.
Cheers. Let me. All right. So today we are going to be talking about the murder of, I hope I'm saying this right, Ayana or Ayana Kassian. Uh, she's this former Ukrainian prosecutor and model, I guess, when she came to the U.S. Uh, are you familiar with her, Jose? No, not at all. All right, well. I asked you all week about it. You never... Yeah, I know. I'm not going to tell you about it. <laughs> Poop. Let me tell you. Let me give a shout out to our good friend Nazar for this because he's the one who gave me this recommendation. Really? Yes, he did. Thank What's you, up, Nazar. Nazar? Thank you, Nazar and Nani. You guys are the best. <laughs> this is dedicated to you. <laughs> okay, so on May 23rd, 2016, Olga Kossian, which is Yana Kossian's mother, uh, happily agrees to babysit her granddaughter for her daughter, um, who, ironically, the baby was born, guess when? Can you guess? In December. No, May 3rd. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> on your birthday. Yes, my birthday. So this baby girl is born, and Anna calls her mom, and she's like, hey, I need a babysitter. She's like, I got you. I got you, girl. Two days later, on May 25th, a panicked Olga contacts police and pleads for help. She had been trying to get in touch with Liana through texts, phone calls, but couldn't get an answer back. The first time police visit... Blake LaBelle, Yana Kassian's boyfriend, uh, refuses to open the door and insists that, like, everything is cool. Apparently, like, that's okay now. Like, you're just like, no, don't worry, everything's good. Like, and they just leave, I guess. Yeah, right? That's what, it's, that's <laughs> is, what that it is. What, is that what happens now? Yeah, of course. I suppose. Um, so, after the second f- request that Olga makes, sheriff deputies visit once again. But this time, they have to force their way into the apartment uh, because Blake is pretty much locked himself inside the bedroom with Iana and her naked and mutilated body. What? Yes. Wait, not the baby, right? Not the baby, because if you can remember, she had asked her mom to babysit the baby, so the baby's been with the mom for the last two days. This is a different household. Yes. Alright. This is back at her uh at her boyfriend's apartment. Or her apartment, one of those two. So let's take this back for a second. Take it way back. Let's take it way back. Before LaBelle and Cassian ended up in LA in about two thousand, they both lived extremely different lives on opposite ends of the world. LaBelle was born into a rich and powerful Canadian family. His father was an Olympic sailor, uh, turned into a Toronto construction magnet. Sometime around 2004, Blake moves to California, and he gets married to this young lady named Amanda Braun. They have a little boy, and pretty much what's happening is he's living primarily off of, like, a $1.8 million inheritance from his parents. And he can live off of this for like about seven years, which he ends up doing. Oh. Yeah. He's pretty much a trust fund baby. Which is cool if you're a trust fund baby. We don't care. But just saying. 
So LaBelle was known as a graphic novelist um, who had worked on animated series called Spaceballs. Are you familiar with that, Jose? Spaceballs? Yeah, Spaceballs. The movie? Yeah, I guess. It said an animated series. Oh, then I'm thinking about something else. Oh, maybe. Oh, I'm thinking about Space Odyssey. Never mind. Oh, no, this is Spaceballs. Um, I guess this is based on a 1987 film by Mel Brooks. I don't remember it. Yeah, I think it's from... Wait, is that the same one? I don't know. I know some of Mel Brooks, but I haven't seen all of Mel um, Brooks. Well, yeah, it's uh, yeah, with uh, what's it called? It uh, Rick Moranis from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh. Um, that John Candy guy. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember the characters? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just don't remember it. That's a very uh, old movie. Yeah, nineteen eighty-seven. That was. That was made like a year before I was born, so uh, well, work yeah, with me here. Know, you know <laughs> on the other hand, so back to my story, sorry. So on the other hand, Iana Kassian is, uh, she grew up in the Ukraine with her mother, father, and her sister. She went to law school and she worked several years at prosecuting uh, tax crimes in the Ukraine. She had once dreamed of becoming an interpreter and her dream actually finally came true in 2014 when she immigrated to the U.S. Okay, so let's go back to May 23rd, 2016. Iana contacts her mom and asks her to babysit. No doubt, her mom's like, yes, bring her. I got it. Uh, two days later, and after sheriffs get involved, it's pretty much too late. Because, according to the timeline that Deputy District Attorney Beth Silverman laid out, the torture had already began the first time the officers made a visit. So two days before that. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. So investigators search the home and come across the extent of the brutalization. So clumps of hair stuck to a razor were found in the bathroom and bloodstains covered the white headboard in the guest room. 30-year-old Iana was mutilated and scalped before being killed. You gotta tell me these fucking stories before you... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's why it's gotta be a surprise or else Ugh. you're not gonna want to listen to it. <laughs> it's not like I want to tell these things, but I just want people to know about her story and I just want her name... You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. But... Let's keep Iana's story alive and bring her justice this is this is never going to bring her justice but at least people will be aware okay please continue all right so her scalp her Ugh. right ear Ugh. and most of her cheek were missing well yeah parts of her head had been neatly cut and her scalp wasn't even near the body what? Yeah. She had a bite mark on her left arm. And evidence suggests that Cassian had been alive for at least six to eight hours during the torture. Wow. Yeah. She was dragged throughout the house. And 
Eventually, she was submerged underwater in a bathtub where she died of severe blood loss. So she didn't die of drowning in the end? I mean, no. I think at that point, just being dragged around the house. Oh. Yeah. I, to be honest, I tried to look for crime scene photos, obviously, okay, but there was nothing. They had this one good. depiction of like an animated what they thought it would have looked like, and it was a pretty gruesome scene. You mean animated or like the sketch artist? No, like animated, like cartoon. Yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Weirdos. Mm-hmm. So prosecutors argued that Labelle was angry and envious and had become jealous of their newborn and the attention that Cassian was pretty much giving the baby. So she was jealous that she, that somebody else had a baby and that she wasn't getting attention like the baby? It was their baby. (laughs) I know, but... He was jealous that he wasn't getting... Oh, he was. Yes. Oh. This is the boyfriend. What an asshole. Oh. Just an asshole. That was jelly. Yeah. So, <laughs> pretty much prosecutors bring up the fact that uh, one of LaBelle's novels titled Syndrome, which pretty much details a neuropathologist's uh, quest to study a serial killer, may have been the motivation behind the killing. Um, but... Oh, and I'm sorry. And ironically, the cover of the book depicted the image of a scalped baby. Wait. Yeah. That's so is the this cover where you got the idea from? Well, that's what they're trying to throw in there. Oh, okay. Because it's like, as if the entire thing is like a script, like it's a movie script. That's what they kept repeating a lot. Um, like this Hollywood rich boy that pretty much thought he could get away with anything and... Yeah, that's what they, that's what they try to, that's what they try to pretty much pin it on. Wow. Yeah. Rich people. Exactly. So, uh, LaBelle's attorney, deputy public defender, I hope I'm saying this right, Heidi, or Heida Takasugi, uh, stresses that her client had not illustrated, or what? Heida. Maybe. 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 What? You send, know what? Takasugi. Send us what you think. Send us. <laughs> Miss Takasugi. There you go. <laughs> she, Keep it simple. Yes. She pretty much tried to stress the fact that her client had not written or illustrated the book, uh, the cover, so that there was no, um, there was no way of like. No connection. On that. There's no connection pretty much exactly. Um, but other people. Thought otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, LaBelle's attorney tells jurors to look at the evidence critically. She attempts to poke holes in the idea of her client being the perpetrator by reminding jurors that the trash bag containing Cassian's body parts had another set of fingerprints on them. The babies. Oh, my gosh. It was said to have been a man, but they were never able to identify it. So, for all we know, maybe it was just somebody that was rummaging through the trash. I don't know. But wait, so, okay, they couldn't do fingerprints. What year was this in? 
No, they were able to. I'm sure they were able to do fingerprints. It was back in 2016. What? Yeah. This didn't happen too long ago. I'm sure they were able to find prints, but maybe they weren't able to match it up. Maybe it was smeared. You know what I mean? Partial print, yeah. Maybe somebody was in the system. Maybe. I mean, the guy barricaded himself inside the bedroom with his naked and dead mutilated girlfriend. And you're you're telling me that you're going to try and blame somebody else? Uh, Like, for uh, real? Yeah. It's... Did what did you think you weren't gonna be a suspect in this? <laughs> well, that's what the usual suspect uh, is. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course, spouse, it's always the, the you know. your closest loved ones because it's bound to be. Sadly, yeah. uh, I don't know. It's a brutal yeah, one. Allie. It's a brutal one. <laughs> so in June of 2018, jurors deliberated less than. Four hours before convicting LaBelle of first-degree murder, aggravated mayhem, and torture. That was quick. Yeah. Hell yeah. Prosecutors did not seek the death penalty, but he was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. That mm-hmm. might even be worse. Yeah. Yeah. You can never... I mean, you yeah. can try, but I don't think you can't know, right? There's no parole involved, no then parole, you can't appeal it. Can, yeah. Well, you um, could appeal it, but yeah, that's true. You probably keep appealing, but you're never gonna get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's wild. He's wild. Imagine. He's a fucking lunatic, is what he is. Wow. Yeah. So, March first of this year of 2019, LA County Superior Court Judge Bobby Tillman awards 41. Point six million dollars to Iana Cassian's family. So who's gonna pay for that? Uh, his family probably. Oh, he has money. His dad has money. Damn. He had money, but not anymore. Obviously, but oh, anyway, not like he could use it anymore. Yeah, he can't. Even. He's he's done. He's gone. Wow. Uh, Labelle, who is in prison in Tehachapi. Um, did Tehachapi. not. Yes, Tehachapi, California. He did not attend this latest trial, nor did any of his family members. And sadly to say, even the attorney who represented him at the civil trial, he didn't even show up. <laughs> so <laughs> with fucked. that, with the fact that he knew that his attorney pretty much quit, and he was like, "I'm not even gonna bother showing up." Wow. That, yeah. You, yeah. There's no way. There's yeah. no way of anything for you. For sure. That's. <laughs> yeah, so that's the that's the brutal slaying of Yana Kossian. Poor thing. She was a young, brand new mother. She had literally had her baby for like three weeks, and this just lunatic. And they have, and it was known that like they were having problems and stuff. Um, she had recently, after I don't know if it was before or after she had the baby, she, but she had pretty much moved out, and. I think they were trying to break up, but you know how it is with some relationships, especially when that's the father of your baby, you know, and you can't help it. Yeah, you know, kids are, uh... I don't know, it's just a brutal slaying, and it sucks, and I know I gave some detail, but I'm sure there's a lot more detail to this, but just the fact that, like, she was tortured while she was alive, like, this poor woman was scalped while she was alive. Yeah, that's not. And a, she like in. Wow. 
she was alive during that whole time just going through all of just i i don't even know i don't know yeah i can't even start to think about what was going on through no either of either of their heads not even close but anyway that was uh that's my story well that was a quickie but a goodie yeah it was um yeah yeah once in a while we'll get a quick one in there longer one depending on you know how the story is uh detailed and how brutal it is mm-hmm. even though this one was pretty crazy scalps mm-hmm. cheeks missing cheeks missing or eyebrow was missing why would you chop somebody's eyebrow off yeah shave it he pretty much he pretty much like mutilated her by like cutting cutting her into pieces like he butchered her and he like threw pieces of her away like as if she was garbage or something like come on guy and then like he had i don't think there was like a scalp any not even just a scalp but i don't think there was like a skull anymore like just because of how brutally he had like bashed into it oh so yeah there was like tissue and like brain matter like missing and shit yeah pretty fucking brutal man wow yeah that is a brutal yeah man well thank you ali for that thank you jose some reminder of how people are fucking nuts sometimes but hey That's the world we live in, sadly. So do you have a good deed of this week? Oh. (laughs) To lighten up the mood a little bit? (laughs) I think I might. Good. Um, Yeah. There was a teacher. Not a professor, a teacher. It's a fifth grade teacher, actually. A teacher uh, brought uh, clippers to his school so he can give free haircuts to the fifth graders before graduation. Oh my God! Stop. I'm That's crazy, cry. right? I'm gonna cry. A uh, fifth grade teacher went above and beyond the call of duty earlier this week in order to make his students feel confident as they started the next chapter of their lives. Oh. Uh, Robert Dunham, who was a teacher at uh, Carver Elementary School in Richmond, Virginia, was getting ready to attend the school's moving on ceremony when he felt compelled to grab a pair of his hair clippers before he left his house. Every year, the school hosts the ceremony as a means of congratulating all the fifth grader students, all the fifth grade students on finishing elementary school. And then uh, I had the inkling that some of his students would want to spiffy up before the send-off ceremony. That is... That's pretty cool, right? Super cute. That's pretty dope. Um, sure enough, Dunham's instincts turned out to be correct. After several of his shaggy-haired students accepted his offer for a free haircut, other teachers took notice of his ma- uh, makeshift barbershop and sent their own students in for haircuts. You could have given them a haircut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe they're not professionals. Oh, yeah, though, yeah, of course, that's true. Uh, and everybody has to have a good haircut nowadays. Oh, yeah, especially right before graduation. Oh, you know, you gotta it's get a big a, deal. you got to get lined up. Wait, did and... you see he was a fifth grade teacher? Yeah, fifth grade teacher. That's cool. Uh, Dunham says that he learned that. he learned to cut hair as a child growing up in Brooklyn because his father owned a chain of barbershops. He also managed to hone his skills over the years by watching YouTube videos. <laughs> YouTube. Nice. 
You'll learn everything with everything. It. You can learn anything on YouTube. Um. Yeah, he's you know, despite how Dunham is now garnering plenty of social media praise for his labor of love, he says that he is simply happy to take care of his students. That's pretty cool. Very cool. And these little things like that, it's like yo, you know, let's make these fifth graders feel good about themselves. When they're getting their little ceremony. Absolutely. It's teachers like that that you remember and you cherish and they make you want to do good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, hey, you remember Mr. Dunham? Like, Mr. Dunham? Yeah, yeah. The guy that gave us a haircut when we graduated. <laughs> like, yeah, Mr. Dunham. <laughs> or like, what's he doing your now? teacher was. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, even a little deep like that goes a long way for... Totally. You know, especially kids. Even though some kids just forget about everything right away. That's okay. Whatever. This is not that count. Good job, <laughs> Teacher Dunham. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Dunham. You're the good deed of the week. He sure is. So get out there and give a little kid a haircut. I'm just kidding. There don't you do go. That. Don't don't do that. Get out there and buy scissors. <laughs> don't don't do that either. <laughs> and I just noticed right now that. I don't know if there's a link with it, but we talked about haircuts, and we talked about scalps. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, you're terrible. Um, Absolutely terrible. We'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> well, next week. Not we'll be week. back next week for sure. Uh, well, hopefully. Not after that <laughs> remark. <laughs> um, yeah. Once again, everybody. Thank, thank you, guys you for, for joining us. Thank you for listening. We apologize for the short one, but you know, we'll get back in there. Right? Yeah. We'll have a longer one for you guys next week. Maybe. For sure. Um, we hope yeah. you're drinking a beer. Uh, if you're not working or driving, but at home, relaxing like relaxing. we are, having a beer. Or if you're at the gym and you have that flask in your backpack. Just... What? Yeah. I don't think people are drinking when they're going to the gym, Jose. You don't know that. Oh my goodness, we hope not. You have that flask in your in your bag, and you're doing your push-ups, and your sit-ups, and your lunges. Thank you, thank you for describing <laughs> all of those exercise routines, Jose. <laughs> all right, so thank you, thank you once again, again. Rate, review, subscribe to iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts. Leave a Go comment. To, leave a comment. Leave uh, rate it, review it, whatever. Go to Instagram. Look us up on. Uh, look us up at Murder on Tap, and our Gmail is Murder on Tap at Gmail dot com. So send us your beer, your comments, your whatever it is. Just send it to us. Send it. Yeah, you know, just let us know what you did today. For sure. And then join us again next week for a brand new beer and a brand new uh, brand new true crime. Send us pictures of your beer that you're drinking. Yes. Just of your beer. Yeah, just the beer. <laughs> you get out of the picture. Just put your beer on the counter. That's it. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good evening. Have a great afternoon, night. Afternoon. Morning. Good cheers. Night, and cheers. <laughs>